Time now to have a chat to Sam Freeman, who's got a couple of nice chances at the Valley tomorrow and a good horse going around at Flemington today. Morning, Sam. Are you well? Morning, Michael. Very well, thanks. That's good. Uh, I'll just ask Kieran his thoughts on these proposed spring changes. What's the thoughts from yourself and your dad about what's been put out there? Uh, to be honest, I haven't you know, digested it all properly, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure. It all seems okay to me, but um, the way it is. But, yeah, I haven't really gone through it properly just yet. But, um, yeah, wait and see what, what decisions they make. Just on the timing aspect, if you were going to have a star horse run in a Cox Plate at the end of November or even start of December with some of those projected races, is it too quick to get them back for an autumn? Um, it probably it probably is. Uh, I suppose it depends on you know, where the rest of the spring lies as well and how long they've been up to get to that race. You know, at that time, if they've had to have three or four runs since August, then you know, they'd probably need a bit of a breather. And the, the autumn does come around pretty fast as it is. They, they probably only get three weeks in the paddock after the spring. So, yeah, it would be it would be close enough to it. But um, I think it's probably all changing a little bit. The programming, you know, I know that it's, there's set carnival times for each, you know, the autumn and the spring. But I think particularly with the stayers and the middle distance horses. Some more options all year round would would help to, um, you know, maybe keep a horse in training that's running a cox plate and then go to something else before the autumn. But um, I think as it stands at the moment, there's probably not a lot that they'd be able to run in between then and, you know, race like an Australian Cup, something like that. Mm. Uh, Flemington today, uh, gee, smile and wave. This filly by I Am Invincible looked good on debut at Mornington. Um, she comes to town today. It looks a good race, though. Um, has she continued to improve? She has, yeah. She was um, she was obviously very impressive. And, and they can flatter you a little bit at Mornington you know, when you jump on the bunny like that and, and keep running. Today's a very different dynamic, obviously, down the straight. And there's a bit of pressure there. So yeah, she's got to go up a notch. We think she's, you know, she's nice enough. But um, the market found her, you know, obviously, she's very short. But, um, you know, she's got to take that step today and, and hopefully she can. Does she have to lead? Has she shown you that she's a speed filly? She's very fast and yeah. she's, she's quick out. And she, she holds the spot. I don't think we'll be, um, you know, I know there's a bit of speed in the race, but, yeah, I don't think she's one we'd be looking to hold up anyway. Is she Saturday class? She's Saturday class, yeah. yeah. Whether it you know, comes a bit soon, third race start, and, um, you know, down the straight, having never been down there, we'll just wait and see, but uh, yeah, she, she'll get there eventually. Tomorrow at the Valley, two nice chances. Unflinching, who's run really well this time in. Speaking of fast, that's what he is. Uh, he's got a good record at the Valley, and it's a good race tomorrow, but there does look to be a bit of pressure as well. Yeah, it is. Um, feels like the perfect race for him. He's He's been racing very well. He was pretty stiff at Sandown a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, did all the work pretty much in front. It's just left a little bit vulnerable late. So much better suited around the Valley than than the hillside track with a stiff finish. And, um, you know, I'd expect him to be you know, up there on the speed and, you know, drops in weight. We've used um, Amy McLucas to claim off him. And, you know, we've been watching her pretty closely in New South Wales and she's, she's impressed us. We've, um, we've actually been you know, trying to get her to come down and do an apprenticeship with us. But um, it's proving to be a little more difficult just with... Um, I think licensing her down here for, for whatever reason. I'm not sure the details, but we are trying to get her down. So hopefully that can come to fruition eventually. Well, it's good to see her riding in Melbourne. I think she's riding Canberra today, and she does 
have a good record in New South Wales. So with the claim, gate two, uh, the market's got unflinching $1.85. Do you expect him to be the one? Well, does he just win? He, he, sh- he should be, yeah, he should be very hard to beat. I think you know, anyone who's watched his first couple, he's been beaten by a decent one first up um, where he was probably a little vulnerable and then he was, yeah, it feels like it's it's everything's working out pretty well for him. He's a pretty simple ride, just punch the speed and, and keep running, so it should be very hard to beat. Gee, I bet you and the team would love to get another win into Ain't No Deal Done, who's come back well this time in. Yeah, it's been a long process with him, but he's he's racing very well. Last start didn't didn't really go to plan, to be honest. We um, want him to be out wide and make a make a long run, but he got sort of bottled up on the rail off a slow speed. I think the key with him is you know having strong tempo in races, and hopefully that'll be the case tomorrow. He's in good form. He looks terrific, so it'd be good to get another win with him. He's not a small horse. How do you think he'll handle the Mooney Valley Circuit? Well, that's been the query whether whether the Valley is the right track for him, but I think. You know, the key with him is just getting his momentum up and and keep rolling with him. Um, he's not a stop-start horse, so um, I think, you know, as long as there's good speed, it shouldn't pose too much of an issue. It's a race where he's got the ability. We've seen that. We know he's had the injuries. He should be the one that they have to beat tomorrow, shouldn't he? He should be. I mean, it's um, you know, he hasn't won for a while now, but he's he's been knocking on the door and you know, the whole team's done a very good job to get him where he is and, you know, a win would be a big bonus. Who's your best, do you think? Unflinching? Yeah, I think unflinching. The filly, you know, the filly today, she's, she's smart enough, but, you know, there's a few little queries on going down the straight for the first time. I think unflinching, you know, his record at the Valley is brilliant. He's very fast, he's fit, so he's our best. Have you got a sneaky winner at Camper down tomorrow? Um, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't bank on it, no. Okay. I think just stick to... How are the autumn horses um, preparing, Sam? They're coming up pretty well. Yeah, there's some there's some nice. We'll run a few two year olds in the previews next week that um, you know hopefully can can kickstart a campaign towards the Blue Diamond. Um, we had some older horses trial on Wednesday at Mornington, like Argentia and Duel and those sorts of horses. So they're, they're getting there. Their fitness is building. Um, it's been nice to get some consistent weather and. Um, hopefully we can be in for a good autumn. You've always got a good diamond horse. Do you think you've got a good two-year-old? Uh, we've got, uh, I think, a nice team of fillies, and there's a decent Harry Angel cult um, called Fire Follower who will run in the, the preview next week. I think um, the filly called Elderberry, she, she looks pretty quick. She, she might be one to follow. Good on you, Sam. Good luck over the weekend. Cheers. Thanks, Mike.